0: This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, June the 18th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Vav, Zadi, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Truth and our scrolls are pegged to our soul, as Yahweh is the stabilizing factor of the north, south, east, the west, the up and the down seeing all of Yahweh's sides and dimensions of righteousness, taking the path of righteousness, being a faithful son, a guarded gate through which the seven spirits of the Lord can enter and teach. You know, I'm going to be honest with you guys today in the sense where I have struggled over this declaration today. Not necessarily what she says, what Michelle says in this declaration, but the part that I know that Yahweh has been speaking to me over the last few days. This past weekend, I heard Yahweh speak something to me that really has started to mess me up a good bit because I didn't really realize the fullness of what Yahweh was trying to say in this statement. But the statement he gave me was this, the hidden righteous. And as I've been dealing and looking into this, Yahweh began to reveal to me this place of of really two different words and Zadih being one of them. zadi is a letter of, and it's one of its literal meanings is righteousness and being righteous. And so we, we've got the Zadik, a righteous one. The Zadokim, the righteous ones, which includes all of us. Of course, zadi is also the root of Zadok and Melchizedek or Melech Zadok. And so you can see that there's There's a lot of depth with regards to this, particularly since Yeshua was a priest after the order of Melchizedek, after the order of Melech Zadok. You see, Zadok was one who looked to the face of the Father, ministered to the Father, and then came back to the people and told the people what the Father was saying. And Yeshua was the same. He looked to the face of the Father. He looked... Only to the father and said, I'm standing because I can see the face of the father and then give to you what I hear the father saying. Of course, during his time, that brought a lot of, of just coming against him because it, it, it twists. It, it, it really just messed up the system of the day and the systems of what they had understood and the systems of what the, the scribes and the Pharisees had thought that, that Yeshua or specifically the Messiah would be like. But see, then it brought up the whole term of about justice. And justice is the Hebrew word mishpat. And mishpat is actually a more of a modern term because if you look in the sense of, of like the judges and courts and so on, then, then you have the term mishpat even now in, in today in modern Israel. A matter of fact, a, a lawyer... Is mishpatan, and so the you know you talk about the place of justice, and usually this place of justice then comes to the place of 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 determining how whether something is right or wrong based by 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 the basis of the law itself. But I believe there's something that goes beyond this injustice, if you will. There is an unspoken part of justice that really is the heart of Almighty Yahweh. This is the part that goes beyond, and it really deals directly with the place of righteousness. Because again, number one, remember that I cannot be righteous in and of myself, that I cannot go through the law or, or, or fulfill the law because the law is very, very difficult for me to try to fulfill every aspect of the law and not fail in the law. Yeshua came so that he could fulfill the righteous requirements of the law so that I no I no longer had to be bound by following that law, but that I was under a new law. And that was the law of love. It was the law of relationship. You see, Mishpat in the place where it talks about this really deals a lot together with this because then we have to think about this place of well, what happens if something is done wrong? What happens if some things, some things are not set out right? We've got a lot of things going on in the earth right now and a lot of things going on in the world right now that deal specifically with the place of justice. So how do we look at that? How do we look at this place where we have, we have things that are going on where, where people have not been dealt with justly and many and, and, and some have died as a place of that? Particularly because of ways that we look at things with, with not only, you know, just with, with discrimination and the whole part behind all of this. And we try to separate the fact that we really are all one race. And that is the, the race of humanity. But more than that, really, Yahweh has made us all to be sons. All of us, whether we're saved or not, whether we are Uh, It it doesn't matter whether we're Christian or not. Yahweh has made all of us to be sons, but he's left us with the choice. So as I'm dealing with this place of Mishpatan uh, and Mishpat specifically, not Mishpatan, but in a sense, maybe I am. Maybe that's the reason I just said that. Mishpatan, again, is the Hebrew word for lawyer. And that's a place of one who looks at, one who deals with, You know, I remember back quite some time ago, and you guys have heard me say this, that there are two questions that Yahweh has asked me. What do you see and how do you see it? A Mishpatan would then take that and say, what do I see and how do I see it based on the law? Well, let me pose another part of this. What do you see and how do you see it based on the law of relationship? Based on the law of love. How do I see you, Yahweh? How do I see this place of who you are in me and who I am in you? How do I see the fact that you gave your only begotten son, Yeshua, to die on the cross for me, to bring about this place of righteousness where I can stand because of your chesed, because of your mercy, I can stand in this place being rightly connected with you, not because of anything that I did, but because of what you did, because you gave your son then how do I respond to that? How does the Mishpat, how does the way that I see these things, then respond to this place of what you did for me? Well, now I begin to see that Mishpat really is talking about, in this place of justice, the place of how do I see it? You see, Mishpat also really refers to this place of government and the place of governing. But let me pose another aspect to this. What if the place of what we're looking at here is this? What if Yahweh has empowered us as sons to be able to forgive? What if Yahweh has already done the fullness of what he needs to in the fact that he gave his son, Yeshua, to die on the cross for our sins and he took care of all of sin once and for all And so in that place, he has forgiven. What if Yahweh has empowered us to operate and to look from that place of forgiveness? What if we are in a sense becoming a mishpatan, a lawyer that looks at something and says, I choose to forgive. I choose to look at the place beyond this. I choose not to operate from the place where The justice may may say that this may be meted out, that you require a punishment. But I have chosen to say, I forgive in the midst of all of this. What if Yahweh has said to us, I want you to forgive. I want you to stand in the place of being in me and me in you and then forgiving in all of this. And in that place, you begin to understand the place of self-government that it is my responsibility with the way that I see things and how I see them and the way that I act and the way that I respond to things. Do you guys see what I'm saying? You see, the truth is, is that there's this place of, of looking at my own heart. The first place, if I want to olam, Takun olam says the repair of the world. and And if I want the repair of the world, then the first place that I need to begin is right here inside of my own heart. Let me make the choice to say, I choose to forgive Yeshua because of what you did on the cross and that you've forgiven me. Your God said, your mercy has extended beyond that. And I operate from that place and I choose to give mercy. I choose to forgive and I choose to love all of those. And I choose to govern myself. I choose to govern the the thoughts and the intents of my own heart. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and it's able to discern between the thoughts and the intents of the heart.